come with us where the corn is popped and the throwback Thursdays never stop. It's a magical land not far away. All you have to do is just press play. So hop on the couch and close your eyes. Gonna party like it's 99. Join us, watch the movies of our lives with Blockbuster Eyes. Welcome to Blockbuster Wives, where your two favorite 90s babies talk about movies from the era of a certain blue and yellow video rental store. I'm your host with the most late fees, Shay Baby. And this is Stacy, not always kind, but always rewinds. And you're listening to Blockbuster, Blockbuster Wives. Wives. Hi, guys. Hi. God, we've had such an exciting week, BBWs. You guys... Buckle up, because we're about to get you a little prepared for an event that's about to come up that's very exciting. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Potentially. We're not quite there yet, but Stacy, will you do the honors? Absolutely. So you all might remember our first episode was about a little flick called <laughs> Shrek. You might have Just heard Just a little it. <laughs> A little indie, NBD, A little indie <laughs> cut that nobody saw. <laughs> And uh, we wanted to start the podcast off with that movie because Shay and I genuinely love Shrek. Yes, we really do. And because, you know, nostalgic vibes, first of all. Second of all, it's one of the most prolific movies of our generation. And third of all, we had also talked about it in our previous podcast. And so we just kind of wanted to tie the two together. Yeah, it's been a big deal in our lives. And, you know, for the past couple of years, Shay and I have been attending event an event virtually mm-hmm. called Shrekfest. Yeah. And you might ask, what is Shrekfest? We did the same thing. We were like, what the hell is this shit? But we just saw it on Instagram and that they'd be doing a live stream and we're like, oh yeah. So we made it a whole thing. Shay yeah. came over. We, we wore had green. snacks. Yep. It was, oh yeah, we had all green snacks. Mm-hmm. You wore green. I wore green. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had um, printed out Shrek faces, didn't we? Yeah. Or no, we drew Shrek. Yeah, so one of the activities that was going on during Shrek Fest was you were encouraged to draw your own Shrek and decorate Without it. looking at a reference picture. That's yes. what it was. Yes. Okay. And so we did that, and they turned out fabulous. Yeah, they were really... <laughs> I think I have a video of us twerking. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We must post that to okay. the account. Okay, I will find it. When we hit our goal. Good idea. Yeah, so we have a goal set in mind, because um, this year, which they've done... I think they did a few times before the pandemic hit. And then this is the first one since the pandemic hit that they're able to have IRL in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, okay? And Stacy and I were like, we have to fucking go to this this year. Like, there's no excuse. We must do it. Like, it's going to be back and bigger and better than ever. Yeah, like with everyone there, everyone pumped, you know, because it's been years, years in the making. They haven't been able to go and see other Shrekophiles, as I like to call us. <laughs> the Shrekophiles. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just going to be big and bad and bougie, and we just knew that we had to go. Um, but funds are limited. We have things going on in our lives, as we all do, and so we decided to create a little thing called a GoFundMe. Yeah, which sadly is like usually used for medical procedures, but we are using it for a fun little travel fund to go to Shrekfest. <laughs> We're using it for something very necessary to our bodies and lives and souls. Okay, oh, no. Our brains and our souls are connected to our bodies. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> uh, really, the absence of this event in our history would just deteriorate us over time. It's doctor prescribed is what she's saying. Yeah, I'm sure I could get some doctor to prescribe it for. What's the Dr. weed doctor? 
What'd you say? What, what was the weed doctor called again? Uh, was it literally like Dr. Green Thumb or like something? Some, some he would do it. That. He'd write us a script to go to Shrek Fest. Yeah, I'm sure he would because he would know that that was good for our overall souls. But so we started to go fund me. Um, and in order to sort of like pump it up, we created a beautiful music video promotion thing how it what would you describe it i would just call it a promo video promo video because we weren't about to come to you dear listeners and ask you for money without doing a little show a little pizzazz a little something something a little hollywood baby exactly get you involved in on it we we yeah we wanted to uh whip you up something real smexy real shrek like something that would tie us all together at this really weird time in history and so uh we released it into the universe. And personally, if you're asking me, it is a fine piece of art. I was about to ask you. So you should go watch it. And we're going to put the song that we specially recorded for the promo video at the end of this episode. So if you have not seen the promo video, you want to hear the song, you just want to hear the song again, keep listening till the end. It's going to be there for your ear holes. And for your souls, too, because we are here for you okay oh my god it's gonna be shrekual healing shrekual healing <gasps> shrekual healing okay had gorgeous. to do it. uh but yeah so um thank you to everyone who has watched and you know shared we really appreciate it we see you and um we actually have had quite a few donations which is absolutely fucking incredible we're so lucky yeah we set our uh, donation goal at six hundred dollars which would be enough to like fly us out get us some accommodations get us some equipment that we're gonna need at the festival yep and we are already up to 445 dollars 445 out of 600 you guys blown away so i do want to read the first names of our donors just to give you a big thank you thank you lauren Lindsay, steph heather Kristen, katie Megan, Brittany, Anna, Elise, Eliza, and our only male donor, Mark. Mark, Thank we you love all. you. <laughs> the ladies have truly been holding it down. As usual. As per usual. And it means a lot. It really means a lot, you guys. Obviously, ladies plus Mark. Mark is in parentheses. Um, you all always keep us afloat and always, you know, support us endlessly. And you're the ones that are sharing. You're the ones that are excited. I feel like most men that I've told about this whole thing, they're very confused and they don't get it and they don't think it's funny. Like most men don't, which yeah. I think is hilarious. I don't know how you can't think that our promo video is funny. I, first of all, not only our promo video, but just like us going to Shrek Fest in general. They're like, uh, like, what is it? I'm like, okay, there's two words. Shrek fest like use your one. imagination yeah, I'm like literally figure it out like we haven't had to explain this to any any women no they're just like oh that's cool where is it wisconsin sick sick here's a hundred here's a hundred dollars <laughs> have fun kids straight up like we're so lucky so ladies we love you marcus we obviously love you so much thank you for your support we appreciate you and again we're still looking for how much 135 to raise? like that i'm bad at math i'm also i think it's higher horrible. than that but or is it one sixty five? Like one fifty five. Okay. Well, we're looking for three thousand more dollars, <laughs> approximately <laughs> around to carry around the one. Um, but yeah, so w- some fun things are going to happen if we get to go. Um, that we're not going to tell you about yet because nothing is set in stone. However, when it is set in stone and we have reached our goal, we will tell you 
everything that's about to go down during this fest. And it's going to be pretty incredible if I do say so myself. Iconic, for sure. Absolutely. Um, also, so beyond that, <clears throat> baseball month is over, you guys. Baseball month. What a, what a fun ride. What a thrill. Honestly, like, you know, the one that I've gotten the most response about is um, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Really? Everyone is psyched. Just like... Because it's such a, it's well known in our generation, but Mm -hmm. just not really outside of it. And no one really talks about that movie a Mm. lot. So I think we need to start incorporating more DCOMs into our repertoire. I agree. DCOMs, I mean, they came out once a month. It was so exciting. Launched a lot of little careers and big careers. It was like the backbone of our... uh, of the economy? Childhood. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Is it the backbone of the economy? Of the economy. That's what pulled us out of the recession. Well, we just need more really good decoms to pull us out of this fucking Yeah, maybe depression. they are doing decoms, but uh, I yeah, mean, the streaming know. thing has really changed up the game. Yeah, it has. I guess they are doing decoms, but is it really... Cons- I don't know if they're That's what even I mean, considered because it's like so many things are not hitting theaters and it it doesn't like not being in a theater doesn't mean what it used to mean. Yeah, I agree. Like it used to be like, oh, it's not being released in theaters because it's low budget. It's for TV only. It's in a different category. Yeah. But now you have all these major studios that are like, well, none of our shit's in the theater or it's in the theater for a week yeah. or it just hits the streaming platform right away. It's a different world. You're right. Well, I think... <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah. So I, I do think we just need to get more decoms in the mix, which we both love. So we're mm-hmm. we're hearing you guys. We're listening to your feedback. We will take that into consideration. Yeah, so. petition Joe Biden to bring back the decom. Yeah, fucking Joe Biden, get it together. Um, but yeah, bye, 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 baseball month. Bye, bye, but we're very month. excited about our new month, which is back, back to, to school. school. Back to school, and it's pretty appropriate that we're starting with Billy Madison, which has the best back to school song ever. It surely does, and I don't know the exact lyrics, but I do know the first two lines. Which oh, is... I know the okay, Stacy, you take the stage, babes. Here we go. Back to school. Back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my boots tied tight, my lunch packed up. I hope I don't get into a fight. Oh, back, back to school. school. And then he kind of back fades off. Back to school. Incredible. Um, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, so we're doing back to school month. You can only imagine the magic that's about to ensue this month. We're very excited. Um, it was always such a special time, you know? Yeah. It felt like such a new beginning. Yeah, like, like a fresh slate. Yeah. You could start over a whole be new different. person. I'm going to write in my planner every day. Yeah. Talk I'm going to go year. to all my classes. I'm going to do my homework. Those are my goals. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have a color-coded stickered planner this year. It's never happened. I still do that as an adult. I yeah. get my planner at the beginning of the year, and like January, February is beautiful, organized, neat handwriting. And then you look at anything past like March, and it's like <laughs> scribbled <laughs> sideways, just like hieroglyphics. And I'm like, what was I saying? Well, that's when life really starts to fucking like go. Like in January, it's like everyone is like, hey guys, let's be really serene and organized, mm-hmm. and let's look on our Pinterest. And then just like shit hits the fucking fan because that's life. And so. Who can write really perfectly all the time and be super organized all the time? It doesn't happen. You just run out of the patience. Yeah. You're just like, I don't have time for this shit. Mm -hmm. I do love back to school shopping in in every single fucking way. Supplies, clothes, backpacks. Anytime I got to get a new backpack, it was like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Did you get one like every year or was it like every other year? Um, 
It was kind of as needed. Yeah, yeah. I would usually try to get a new backpack every year. Like I tried, I to, tried to. It needs to be bigger because I have more books and mm-hmm. my studies demand it. Indeed. Well, Stacy was. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Smartest girl in town. Oh, dang. <laughs> we also didn't have lockers at any of the schools I went to, and you neither. No, I mean the only locker that I had quote unquote was the one in the band room because i had oh, to hold nice. my flute there i did not want to hold my fucking flute all day yeah i played no. the flute y'all i didn't want to hold my flute all day like going to fucking chemistry and shit like no yeah well and but because schools truly are many prisons i say this as somebody who works in the criminal legal system and go to prisons Period. it's honestly scary how similar prisons are to schools like on the real i'm not being dramatic but uh one of the ways it's like prison is like they give you so little time to do anything because they trust you so little yes. that our passing periods would be like, what, two or three minutes? Three minutes. Yeah. So Not like, even, even five. if we did have lockers, there's no way you could go to your locker, get your shit, get it out and be in class on time. You like had to run. And God forbid you had to use the bathroom. Yeah. And you know what? <clears throat> it's kind of funny because I feel like the only reason when I was younger... I expected to use lockers when I got to high school was because pretty much every movie you had a fucking locker you could decorate mm-hmm. it, blah, blah. but here's the thing in Canada mm-hmm. they had more time in between classes they each had a locker that they could decorate it seems like they were trusted a little bit more and a lot of movies are filmed in fucking Canada mm-hmm. so, well Canada know. doesn't have the same level of mass incarceration coincidence hmm. but yeah all these movies in high schools were like everyone's chatting at their lockers i'm like you could not no everyone at our high school was like fucking moving in between anxiety. every period <laughs> like Hard there was anxiety. no time for dillying or dallying and our school was huge that's what i'm saying like three minutes it was it might sound like a lot but it would like take you that long to go from one into the other yeah we had over two thousand i want to say we were close to like three thousand students so our school was massive and sometimes you'd be like all the way in the um portables and you'd have to go all the way like that takes 10 minutes yeah like, there was no there was no exceptions there was no forgiveness it was just like ugh. complete horseshit as someone who got sent to the dean every day pretty much no exaggeration like a lot of the time it was because i was late and i'm like bro i had to go get this from my locker and like my band locker and then come all the way up the stairs and then i forgot like it's just stupid it yeah, really there's like, like zero room for error too it's yes. just such a very unforgiving place yeah i'm like this is not the fucking olympics bra like or a prison or a prison or a mixture of both <laughs> the olympics prison you've heard <laughs> the, of it. the olympics prison you guys the decathlon of a prison i don't know but anyway yeah, that's just complete horseshit, and I'm glad that uh, we're out of there. Wild. Yeah, but it's like you get so excited, I feel, and then, yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah, school kind of sucks. Yeah, like halfway through the sucks. year, and you're like, winter break, winter break. Well, that's why I liked all the social stuff. Like, that's why I did like band, and I liked the different clubs I was in and stuff, because it felt like mini vacations away from mm-hmm. your real life at school. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're expected to be, like, basically a fully grown adult and do, like, full-time work at home. Mm-hmm. and also full-time work while you're at school like yeah. what and be shown like no mercy <laughs> zero yeah like no like pretty much no kindness no, no understanding no it's like comply no or freedom. else yeah and i've always been anti-authority so like well so is stacy but mm-hmm. yeah we're just like okay it's just funny like looking yeah. back i'm like wow we really like put up with a lot and no one gives kids credit for like how 
disrespected they are oh, or like we yeah. just act like it's normal by every and every like, adult it's good you should disrespect children yeah and um i also hmm i worked in a high school as a secretary essentially and um i worked with two older ladies that have had been in the system for like 20 years each they hated kids oh, no. they treated kids like they were fucking idiots and they were always like, how come all the kids like you? Like, you always get... I'm like, because I treat them with literal respect. I talk to them like they're humans because they literally... <laughs> yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, it's yeah. crazy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we're out of there. I'm mm-hmm. glad we know what's up. You know, good times is where we met. It's how we... Yeah, we met. Well, junior high, I feel, was a little bit of a different beast, too. Yeah, people are generally nicer to middle school kids than high school kids, but still. Yeah. No, but still. Well, I'm grateful for school... So that I could have met Stacy, because without school and band specifically, I mm-hmm. would not have met you, and we wouldn't have been best friends. Yeah, I'm down uh, with school's concept. Yeah, great idea. Love public education. Yeah, let's hope it sticks around. Word up. Yeah, let's hope. But uh, it was not fun most of the time. Ugh, it really wasn't. But still, we're going back to school. Back, back to, to school. school. So with uh, Billy Madison. Madison. So I'm I'm ready to talk about Billy Madison because I fucking love this movie. And you're on usual. corporate bullshit, right? I am on corporate bullshit. You want to give us a summary and do some corporate bullshit? <laughs> I'm like, I can't speak English. Okay, Corpor- yes. I would love to. Okay, so Billy Madison was released February 10th, 1995. It was directed by Tamara Davis, written by Adam Sandler himself, and Tim Herlihy, who... Um, you have something in common with him. Oh, I do? He's a lawyer. Oh, Tim Hurley, Esquire. Yep. And uh, while he was writing movies such as, with Adam Sandler, such as <clears throat> Billy Madison, Waterboy, Big Daddy, Lil Nicky, Mr. Deeds, and being an executive producer for Anger Management and Longest Yard, he was a lawyer. So he would like stay mm. in his office late at night and write these fucking movies. Well, that was making me feel like a slacker. No, I'm like, I you have, have this. time to write. I'm a lawyer. And this you guy's have like, a lot to bit. do. You do a lot. You have a lot of hobbies. Look at this. Mm-hmm. We're just as successful as they are. Yeah. Spiritually. Stand Hulahan or whatever <laughs> your name was that I already forgot. Love you. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Stacey has a lot of hobbies. She does a lot on the side. She's not. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. And you also might recognize the name. Tim Hurley because Adam Sandler had a character on SNL um, called Hurley Boy that oh. was based off of him, and Chris Farley was also in that skit. Oh my god, fucking amazing! Anyway, yeah, this is our first Sandler flick, our first SNL foray, which is a big deal to Shay because Shay is a major '90s SNL stan. Yeah, I'm. I have all of the like best of DVDs, so I have like best of Sandler, best of Chris Farley, best of Mike Myers. Those are my three main bays. Oh, and David Spade, and Chris Rock actually. So I have all five. Um, but yeah, I love that era of SNL, and uh, Chris Farley's also in this movie, of mm-hmm. course. Do you want to talk about your love of Chris Farley? Oh yeah, in particular. Um, I know I've previously mentioned him for maybe like a split second during the Shrek episode. And if you haven't listened to that, it's our first episode. Go back. Um, hashtag send us to Shrek Fest. Hashtag send us to Shrek Fest, please, for the love of God. Um, but yeah, no, I've been in love, okay, with Chris Farley since I was like three years old because that's when I started watching SNL with my entire family. 
I still don't understand. My mom was always like very anti us watching like Ren and Stimpy, Simpsons, like anything. Maybe she hated cartoons. Yeah, she was big, but also even like just comedies in general, she didn't really like me to watch. But for some reason with SNL, it was like a weird exception. So um, maybe because they didn't like curse or anything, I guess. That's or, like, true. They, they bleep shit out. Television rules. Yeah. So um, anyway, I loved watching it from the time I was three years old I was in love with Chris Farley so any movie that he's in or whatever like I'm just obsessed with him I just absolutely adore him so anyway um he's in this movie which I love their budget was 10 million dollars and in the box office they made oh sorry that's so low I know and they made 26.4 million wow um Rotten Tomatoes Rated this a 41%. Oh, wow. There is so much talking shit about this movie. Really? Everyone talked shit about it. They're like... It's such a classic, though. I know. Joke is on them. I know. It's it's really funny. And I feel like with a lot of Sandler movies, people just don't fucking like that humor, so they talk mm-hmm. shit about the movie, about mm-hmm. him. I think it's brilliant, and like all of his movies make me... Even if they're shitty, they're mm-hmm. great, in my opinion. But, um, but they did get nominated for... Um, the 1995 MTV Movie Awards for Best Comedic Performance by Adam Sandler. Oh, nice. They lost, but they lost to someone huge, and it totally makes sense. Ooh, can I guess? Can you guess. give me, like, one hint? You and I love this movie, and we love watching it with our dads. Dumb and Dumber? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so he lost to Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber, which makes like, sense. totally makes sense. What a great year. Oh, not only was Dumb and Dumber released that year, The Mask was released that year, and so was, I think, um, Liar Liar. Liar Liar is my favorite lawyer movie. One of my favorite so um, Jim Carrey movies. We have to watch that one. It's so good. We haven't done a Jim Carrey mm-hmm. yet, right? No. Well, we're doing it. We're going to get on it. Um, it's also, you're going to laugh, 89 minutes. So it's like <gasps> even just, better. <laughs> yeah, it's like just under the quote unquote perfect time yes. that we've set up. But I feel like they didn't have any filler stuff. Like some of our other shorter ones, we've been like, like Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff, where they're like, let's just do another food fight. That's it true. didn't feel like there was a filler. Perhaps the musical number, but maybe not. Because it is funny that there's just the one. But also, Adam Sandler is a very uh, musical comedian. He so is. Because, but that's the only movie where he does that, right? Where he mixes music? Where he has, like, a musical number. I haven't seen the um, the Huey Halloween, whatever the fuck. No, so singing. I'm... Oh, there's not? Okay. Mm-mm. No, I think the only one, it, which wouldn't even really count, is Wedding Singer. But yeah. But that doesn't yeah. count. And it's just such an interesting choice, and it's it's interesting to me that he didn't do it again, given that he is such a musical comedian. Right. He to- he totally should. I yeah, mean, he's because I love it. I love I love anything like that because mm-hmm. that's how I wish life would be sometimes. Like and even like, a- oh, it's unrealistic. It's like okay, this whole movie's unrealistic. Exactly. It's even in and like some of my favorite TV shows, there the episodes that are like that, like even Stevens, mm-hmm. they're a musical episode, genius or mm-hmm. like. 500 days of summer they have like the musical number out of nowhere Mm. and then it's over like i love shit like that anyway but especially someone who's so talented adam sandler's so fucking talented um and uh let's see what else i wrote i wrote that mm, oh and it's also norm mcdonald's film debut 
Okay, yeah. I was like, you know, he's in so much as like little roles. Has he ever starred in, in a big movie? I can't think of one. He probably, he might have. He's a good actor. He honestly is. Mm-hmm. He was in um, the show I really like that I can't remember. I think it's called, I think it's called Girl Boss or some shit like that. It's a controversial title, but it's basically mm-hmm. about a nasty gal. Oh. The company, how it got started. And he mm-hmm. plays a security guard and he's so good in it. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, I wish you were in more TV shows that I mm-hmm. loved. But R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. Cause yeah. Somewhat recently, right? Like the past few years. Yeah. It was, um, I think it was the beginning of this year. We didn't lose him to COVID, did we? No, he actually, he had cancer and he kept it secret from mm-hmm. everyone, including his friends. Mm-hmm. So they all, none of them knew that he was like suffering. Um, and then... Yeah, he passed away, unfortunately. But then he left us with a special, which was so cool. Mm. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I heard about it. It's really good. He's just very, um, he's, I've never, he's the most unique comedian I've ever heard and seen in my entire life. Well, even the concept of I'm going to make a special knowing I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to do a comedy special. And he, like, it's very, um... He brings it up a couple times, but like it's not sad, and it's not like he's trying to like over exaggerate to be like mm. da, 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 da. like it's just he's like eh, it is what it is anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's and I saw him live one time with wow. Robbie, and oh. he acknowledged Robbie's um, curly mustache. Oh my god! He like looked at him and he like laughed at him. I bet was Robbie pretty, was just so excited. Yeah, that was Robbie. That's Robbie's favorite comedian. So oh. Robbie like. He had tears in his eyes, literally, because he wow. was like, oh, my God, he perceived me, basically, you know? That's so exciting. Yeah. I went to a comedy show, and there was, a like, a little rumor in the crowd that David Spade might be performing that night. What? He did not. But okay. even at the mere thought, I was like, David Spade can't perform here. I might freak out now. David Spade? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's when you were in um, Austin, right? Yes. Dude. Like, if he gets on that stage. David Spade is the lie. closest thing I have to Chris Morgan. <laughs> Okay. It goes Chris Farley, David Spade. Honestly, because they they shared an office together at SNL, mm-hmm. which is why they like wrote together all the time, and they really did have like the friendship that they have in Tommy Boy. That's why they created the movie Tommy Boy because Lauren Michael was like, "You guys just need to create a movie about this, like what's happening here right now." <laughs> um, but anyway. I digress. So but no, David Spade. Like I love every single one of his movies. It's my type of comedy. I love all of his dumb TV shows that he keeps starting and that always get canceled. But I love them he's all. He's so he's he's like a mix between really smart comedy and also just like little quick little quips, like almost like one liners, but yeah. also a little bit of physical. Like him being like, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So Robbie seeing Norm Macdonald was almost me seeing David Spade, but unfortunately he didn't perform. But that's yeah. okay. I loved it. Again, David I might probably one of my out, favorites so too. Maybe it's for the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should see him sometime. He comes here all the time. We should. I know, but it's so expensive. It is. It's fucking expensive. It's stupid as hell. But anyway, maybe we'll just take our uh, Shrek Fest. Shay, we cannot use our Shrek Fest money. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. I was saying <laughs> we might, if we go, which is still up in the air. Um, Again, we'll it's just, all up to you. We're zero percent <laughs> responsible for this. We're just gonna make our own fake press badges. We'll bring them everywhere. We'll bring them to the David Spade show. Oh, good idea. That actually, us just bringing that everywhere—that's what we need to start mm-hmm. doing. If, if if we go again, mm-hmm. our fate is in your. We'll get big sunglasses, so it looks like we're like uh, we're gonna get recognized. Oh my God, yes, we're beautiful. We're so brilliant. It'll it will all work out. I, I think it will too. I have mm-hmm. I have faith in us. 
Anyway, I believe. Okay, anyways. All right, well, yeah, want to give us a little summary? Sure. So, Billy Madison is about a rich, privileged, 27-year-old kid that... Uh, he's not a kid he's a man but he basically he's just a kid man yeah he's a he's a man child essentially mm-hmm. and he just like goes buck wild and is just like living life very freely and kind of being like like making really dumb choices that only like rich dudes would make that just have like excessive amounts of money who's just like very I don't know what's the right word. I'm like okay, very it's interesting. You're with saying it. this because when I watched it now, I was like, "This seems like a great life." It, no, like it's, <laughs> listen, I love stupid shit. Like mm. I would love to live this life, but you know, I feel like he's just like getting drunk all the time, putting shit on people's like doorsteps, and like you know, and <laughs> it, it seems fun. Like, listen, if anyone isn't gonna uh. judge, it's me. But I'm just saying, like. I don't know. I'm just saying, not to bring it always back to the problem with capitalism. Yeah. But I feel like the message in the core of the movie is like, he is rich and he doesn't deserve it because he doesn't do anything. But if he goes to school for like six months, then he will deserve it. And then he will be worthy of it. Right. Which I don't agree with at all. But it's like, at the end of the day, he's still only getting the company because he's that guy's son. It's not that he's, like, earned it. Totally. Which he he had, I mean, and also, you don't get through grades in two weeks. That also doesn't happen. So it's just just acting like, oh, yeah, if I do this, then I'm proving myself worthy. And then all of a sudden, I deserve this company. It's like, no, bro, you still don't deserve it. I still, I mean... I love the way he's living his life, but I also do think he's just getting, like, really fucked up, like, all day, every day, and he's just, like, like I said, um, vandalizing people's property and setting fire to their shit. Like, but I don't that know. man was very rude to his wife, so perhaps he was very he rude to his it. wife. I even wrote down the quote. He says, don't tell me my business, devil woman. And then he's like, it's poop again. And <laughs> then they got the shit. And I was like, holy shit, he called the shit poop. <laughs> What an idiot. Um, But yeah, so basically, he's just like this rich 27-year-old that has no uh, goals in life, quote-unquote, whatever. And um, his father decides like, you know what? You are going to get the company and you are going to be in charge. But you know what? You don't don't seem interested in this. So I'm just going to give it away to my vice president or whoever it is, Eric, who is a piece of shit person and Mm -hmm. just like an asshole. And... Uh, Billy Madison was like, wait, 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 let me prove to you my worth, like Stacy was mentioning earlier, and I will go through school again, I'll take every grade over again, and prove to you that, like, I'm smart, and I'm dedicated, and I can, like, take over this fucking company. Yeah, and this is a concept uh, that's loosely based off of Rodney Dangerfield's famous movie, Back to School, which I have never seen. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but he is so goddamn funny. I'd like to watch it and see how it compares. I always say I'm going to, but, uh, yeah. This yeah. is like a modern take on that. Ooh. I was th- as I was watching it, I was thinking I could really see it happening again, like them making another one and having it be like Pete Davidson mm-hmm. starring in it. Like I could mm-hmm. absolutely see that. And I think it would be really funny. But anyway. Um so yeah, and so uh, the movie's basically him going through first through 
12th grade, I guess? Yeah, well, there's a little snafu in the middle, so I'm not sure exactly yeah. where it stops. And then they skip to the decathlon. So he doesn't go through I every feel like grade. I it's ninth. But, yeah, I feel I like it's first through ninth, and then he skips. But yeah. the goal in the beginning is that he goes through 12th grade. Right. And then, uh, so yeah. But it's him just basically trying to prove to his dad and quote-unquote himself that like he can set goals and he can accomplish them, and it's he won't just get through it because his dad is like bribing his teachers, which is how he got through the first time. Yeah, but it is funny because he still is like giving these like lavish-ass parties at the end <laughs> of each grade, and it's like he has a maid making him one. Like it's, again, Juanita. this like myth that he's like, I'm doing this out on my own. Like, know, it's all like, right. Oh. This old bootstraps mentality in. where it's like, this is all an illusion. You are not the same. I know. I was thinking that the whole time I was watching it, too. I'm like, I know you think that you're really doing something. Right. But, like, you're... Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's just... It is... The message is really... Yeah, the bar is funny. set so low for the rich and privileged children of the world. Oh, absolutely. So, it, like, where's my snack pack? I'm like, fucking chill, bro. You're getting a party after... Yeah. Two weeks of barely school. Shut the fuck up. But that's up. kind of my theory about college in general. I feel like, and I'm not the first one to think of this phrase, but I can't remember who came up with it. But it's like privilege laundering. Mm. These rich people go to college to launder their privilege and make it look like mm. that's the reason that they deserve that money or that's why they got there. Like people being like, oh, George Bush went to Harvard. It's like he got there because he was rich and his dad was the president. Right. because he's smart. Right. Jared Kushner got D's all throughout high school. He did? And he got into Harvard. Like, it's not about wow. smartness. It's not about drive. So who these people fucking know? Yep. But then once they get that degree, dumb people are like, well, they must be smart because they have this degree they tried in so school. Hard. And it's like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no. With enough money, you can get a degree from anywhere. Hmm. See, and like, you understand that because you were like smacked up in the middle of all of your schooling and you saw people like that i'm sure like you experienced mm-hmm. people like that i only had like two years of community college so i didn't really like everyone that i felt like i was going to school with at community college they were working like three jobs and like working their fucking ass off in order to get there and so i didn't really experience the same thing that you would have experienced at a university or even well, even just going to like a state school is yeah. like a, treated differently. But it's like through my job, I meet people who have gone to these elite institutions, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, yeah. you are not that smart. Yeah, but you are afforded all this extra respect, and people just assume that you are super smart and talented or whatever. And, and it's like what, some people yeah. who go to those schools are, but a lot mm-hmm. are not. And a lot of them, there's a lot of people that work really hard and get on scholarship, and that's why they're there. And like. And then there's some people who just... But even even like the scholarship and getting the degree, it's like, it really is just like a piece of paper that's like, mm. now you deserve to make more money. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like sometimes you learn things where that might be warranted, but a lot of it's just like random shit. Yeah. Like I took witchcraft and religion as a class. You I did? I got credit for that. That's fucking sick. Like, but that is part of the reason I get paid more. You know, like it's totally arbitrary. Yeah. And I do think, you know, it's created by rich people for rich people. That's true. And it's just, it cracks me up. And it's just funny seeing this movie now just being like, yeah, like, he's going to do this. And now it's like, great. Now it's like, you're a genius. the company. And it's like, whoa. Entire fucking fortune Has he ever worked a day in one of these hotels? No. No, he hasn't. Anyways, that's my uh, rant about the myth of higher education. I love your rants about this because it's just a world that I just don't, I truly don't understand. Like, I just don't. So I love when you talk to me about it because I, I wouldn't know if it wasn't for mm-hmm. you, to be honest. 
Well, you could do it all. You absolutely could. And then they'll just give you a piece of paper that costs a lot of money. <laughs> and then I don't want to. That's why. <laughs> and it's dumb. That's why I stopped. Because I was like, this is expensive and this is community college? Um, fuck no. I'm, I'm good. I'll figure it out. And luckily I did. So. Hell yeah. And now you have... And I was going to say an award-winning podcast, but we haven't won. Listen, we're we won exactly zero awards. We are award-winning, period, okay? And we are going we to have Shrek dozens of listeners, okay? We are going to have millions. All right. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. That's the name of that tune. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's like base. That's the basic concept of this movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, he starts off the movie with like this great like scene where he's doing his dumb voices and he's super drunk and he's like stumbling around and he keeps like hallucinating penguins. And it made me think, is, is he the reason we love dumb voices? Dude, I literally wrote, the first thing I wrote was his voice equals our voice. Yeah. Which I, I don't think I ever really thought about before, but him being like back to school, like that's literally how we talk to each mm-hmm. other. Stacy and I and our two other best friends, which we've talked about a thousand times back in Stacy or back in Jamie we all have had a voice since middle school that's like we talk like this and I realize holy shit it's literally Adam Sandler. <laughs> just we're doing Adam Sandler face we're just doing Adam Sandler faces voice like we are Adam Sandler as a collective so basically I dress like him I'm wearing what do you I'm wearing fucking basketball shorts and yes. a giant t-shirt right now I do love how Adam Sandler in IRL shows up to like nice events in basketball shorts or like talk shows it's honestly so sexy uh, it's he is so fucking hot he really is it is on he is now yesterday tomorrow like he mm-hmm. will forever be so fucking sexy dude oh my god yeah, he's incredible he's so fine i love him um i also wrote juanita his maid is a baddie she is yeah she's confident she's giving life she's just gorgina like she's telling him like he's a fine piece of ass too i was yeah. like i, I like, never related wrong, to juanita. anyone more <laughs> absolutely uh, but you know you said before you didn't have any goals in his life but he did always look forward to nudie magazine day you know what you're right how dare i he runs himself to his golf cart and goes and looks at his magazines but something i noticed for the very first time on this watching is the first magazine is rob schneider oh i didn't notice that i've never noticed that and i've seen this movie probably honestly hundreds of times that is amazing because i always thought he's not in this movie but he he is is. that's why i was like oh my god even in 1995 because rob schneider was not on snl right he was oh he was um I believe. Oh my God, I'm questioning things now. Hold on. Now I have to re- I have to Google real quick. I really didn't think he was. Right. Let me see. Maybe I'm wrong. I believe he was. Let's see. The very beginning of oh. 1991. Um, let's see. Wait. 88 to. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Sorry. Uh. Okay, yeah. So he started like writing ish in 1988. Then he was on it from 1990 to 1994, oh, which wow. makes sense because I would have seen probably the last leg of him being mm. on there because I started watching like 94, 95. That's like when I really okay. got into it. So, okay, so that must be how they met. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he saw one of the covers and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love. I, I always thought like he's not in this movie. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's in every fucking other one of his movies. 
And so he's all drunk and crazy. And then you get to the scene where they're like trying to have this nice business dinner and he shows up <laughs> like drunk and starts speaking gibberish because like, uh, his arch enemy, Eric, starts messing with him. Eric is such a fucking dick, too. But honestly, at the beginning, I was like, Eric is making good points. Yeah. Like, but he's, he's like, you can't give this guy the company. I mean, right. That makes sense. But the way he goes about it. Yeah, you don't find out about how evil he is until later on into the film. At the right. beginning, you're just like, yeah, no, I've, obviously this guy would be pissed. He's the vice president. Yeah. And he's going to have to work for like a drunk it's guy like who's idiot. literally being gibberish. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like, fuck this guy dumbass. too. What the fuck? Nepotism. I mean, respect. But also, yeah, no, I, I totally, I get it. But you could just tell he's slimy from the very beginning. Yeah, no, no, yeah. You know, Eric mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, stop looking at me, Schwan, which happens oh right Oh my before. gosh, yes. There I, are so I many quotes. So many one-liners. So many one-liners that I still quote to this day, like, stop looking at me, Schwan, or like, shampoo is better. Like, mm-hmm. And oh I God. often say, that's assault, brother. That's assault. We both say that a lot. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one. Um, I always like, you blew it! You blew it! Or I always just, cherish it! Wow, we quote this movie a lot now that I think about it's it. It's so good. Or like, before I turn this damn bus around. That had your precious field trip pretty damn, damn quick. quick. Uh, anyway, so. But here's my question. Why do you think Billy wants the company? I think it's more like he always, he probably grew up hearing that you're going to take over, you're going to take over, you're going to take over, and then... So it was just ingrained in his mind that this is basically my company, but I don't have to do shit. And so once he was afraid of it getting taken away from him, he was probably just like, wait, holy shit. Like, this is the only thing that I had in my mind that I was going to do ever, you know? Yeah, I guess it just seems like he wouldn't want to do it. I know. Because he doesn't want to do it until it's like threatened. And he's like, no, all of a sudden I really care. And it's like, you're going to be rich either way. Yeah. He literally, like his dad was straight up like, why? You don't have to ever find Mm -hmm. a job. You can just chill. Yeah. And he doesn't really say anything. He's just like, I'll prove to you I'm not an idiot. So I was like, is this more like daddy issues? Like, I want you to approve of me. But I can't just say that. So I have to come up with this elaborate scheme to make you love me. Hmm, I mean, that could absolutely be exactly why. Like, this is the only reason why my dad loved me is because he mm-hmm. always said I was going to be, like, the heir to his company. And now... Mm. Oh, my God. Like, it was a sign of love. Mm. Like, my dad loves me so much. He's going to give me this company even though I'm a fucking idiot. And then when the dad was like, um, no. He was like, oh, God. Oh, no. God. He hates me. Exactly. He's going to murder me in my sleep. His love. And since I'm a dude, I can't just say that. I'm- <laughs> I have to make this a competition. Oh. Toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. folks. Just talk to each other. Just tell people. Well, and it's something. funny because, spoiler alert, he actually, at the end, doesn't take the company, even mm-hmm. though he could. So I'm like, so you didn't really care. It might, yeah, it just might be like a, I always thought that I was going to get it. Now I want it. Like, you know. And then as soon as he gets it, he's like, meh. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, you know, now that I have it, it's not as Yeah, I'm alluring. clearly not interested. It's like, yeah, Billy, everyone knew you weren't interested. Yeah, we all, you were lighting shit on fire. Mm-hmm. We all knew you didn't want to run a Fortune exactly. 500 company, bro. Sounds like a fucking bummer. Sounds like the worst. Like, I would hate my life yeah, if that's what I was I doing. Yeah, I want to do that shit. Absolutely not. It takes over your entire life. You don't have mm-hmm. a weekend to yourself. You're, no. like, miserable making a shit ton of money, but doing what with it? Right. Stupid. So, yeah, I don't blame him for giving it up. Especially to Carl, because Carl is the Carl's fucking man. Carl's keeping it down. Fun fact, he's also in Home Alone. Oh, as what? He's a uh, police officer. He's a popo. Oh. You know when... um. 
the mom, I think it's the mom. The mom calls the police and is just like, can you check on the house? He's the first Uh, one to answer the phone and he's eating donuts. (laughs) Yes, and he's like, sure. And I recognize him from that because his presence is just very calming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like his voice, his overall demeanor. You're just like, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is true, but the IMDb trivia page claims that that actor, after he made the movie, said like he didn't like the movie. He didn't think it was funny. What? I know. He was like, Why do people not like this? And it's just funny that he's such a good actor because then you like on screen he comes across as like truly supportive. And it's funny that IRL he was more of an Eric and he's like, this is dumb. This sucks. That's yeah, yeah. uh, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand that because it's so funny. But maybe he was. Maybe he's the guy that created fucking Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and he's like, fuck this film. This sucks. I'm giving it a forty-one percent. I know. That doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, I wrote down a couple quotes here, the poop thing. <laughs> I wrote the dancing on the stairs when he like convinces his dad, like, wait, let me, mm-hmm. let me go through all my grades. And then he's like, I'm coming for mm-hmm. you uh, or whatever is Sexy. like the hottest thing I've ever seen. God, in he really is just like, mm. he is chef's kiss. So mm-hmm. sexual. Love it so much. He did say that this role was the closest he came to playing himself. Really? Mm-hmm. I want. He was probably like this when he was young, like in his twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because he was, I mean, youngish for SNL and getting money and girls. Very young. And mm-hmm. I think he was the youngest person that got hired on SNL before Pete Davidson. Gotcha. Pete Davidson was the youngest. I think he came in when he was literally like seventeen or some shit Dang. like that. Yeah, okay. he's the youngest. Uh, person that they've hired on. Wow. But yeah, I was like, yeah, he probably did have a crazy lifestyle for a while before it gets old. Mm-hmm. And I think it always does get old, which is funny because it's like people think that they want that forever and then like two years in, they're like, oh, God. Like to SNL or like to... Just like fast partying, drunk oh, yeah. lifestyle, girls everywhere. Especially in New York. I feel like you just get... I got exhausted just like walking to the next yeah. pizza place. I can't handle New York. Exhausting. It's not my scene. Like so fun, so much energy, really eclectic... Holy shit. Yeah. So much energy. Like to bid it adieu. Yeah, it was, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and that's where he's from. Or he's from, yeah, he's from Long Island, I think. So mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and I also wrote the way the first grade teacher overpronounced the P's in that dumbass fucking puppy, puppy book. The uh-huh. Puppy. Puppy. Popped out of his I It made me physically angry. Really? Yes. Wow, that's it's interesting. Like something in my brain that I'm like, shut the fuck up. Murder. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> it was murder. dark for a second, but yes. Like, I'm like, I hate the way that she's overpronouncing these. Well, and do you think that Happy Gilmore got the name Happy from this puppy book? Mm. And also in this movie, he's wearing hockey jerseys a few times. He does wear hockey jerseys. And I'm like, is this like a little preview? Right, because when was Happy Gilmore? Like two years later, or like a year I think later? A year before, or yeah, I think this came out a year before Happy Gilmore. I think. Yeah, I feel like it's ninety six. Yeah, I think so. And then I think like maybe Waterboy was the next one. Or mm-hmm. Something. Whatever. Anyway, that yeah, that's maybe like, it is kind of like, like little... some little uh, Happy Gilmore Easter eggs, perhaps. It's kind of like what they do with Pixar. Oh, do they? In every Pixar movie, uh-huh. they have a little tiny Easter egg to preview what the next movie's going to oh. be, but you never know what it is. Oh, my God. Then when God. the next movie comes out, you watch the movie oh that came out before, and you're like, Oh, my God. There's a door that looks like the door from Monsters, Inc., or whatever, you know? Maybe Adam Sandler is on some Pixar shit. We should do that. Some, we should figure that out. We'll be that meme, like I referenced earlier. Uh-huh, like, where we have all, all the papers together. on the wall and uh-huh. strings attaching the different mm-hmm. movies, and like, that's pointing It's crazy. all here. Black and white. <laughs> 
but yeah so uh probably Mm -hmm. honestly i think so I've only seen Happy Gilmore like one time in my what? life. What? Dude, I know. I want to throw this microphone across the room. I, it's maybe the, the only one that I didn't become obsessed with right oh away. God, I love it. I need to watch it as an adult because I haven't. I only watched it when it like came out and I was like, eh. Because since I heard it was about sports, I just wasn't interested, I guess, oh at that goodness. age. I don't know why. And it's like, it has such a good villain in Shooter McGavin. Like, the, it's one, like Eric, it's like, yeah, he's just like a bad guy, but Shooter McGavin is like such a dick. And he's yes. like, he's such a good actor. It's just amazing. Okay, well, we'll definitely, we'll definitely watch that one because I do want to see it hella bad. I had a DVD that was um, Billy Madison on one side, and then on the other side, it was Happy Gilmore. I so love these got the heavy rotation. I love those two-sided oh, fucking yeah. DVDs, baby. Mm-hmm. The ones that would have four in them, too. Oh, I don't think I had I a, a couple four of those. One. Yeah, pretty wild. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, I love this movie so much. It's so mm-hmm. good. But yeah, I mean, Happy Gilmore. I feel like in my heart, probably because it was on the double-sided DVD, they're companion films, you know? Mm. So it was They're Billy Madison sisters. and Happy Gilmore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were probably made like a year between. Mm-hmm. I bet if we looked it up, we'd be right. Also, something that I loved and connected uh-huh. with him on. He was talking about the best video game ever. Uh-huh. Donkey Kong, he said. Oh, really? Said, Donkey Kong is the best game ever. Or no, he doesn't even say it angrily. It's because the kid was like, I can't remember what he said. He said, blah, 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 it's the best video game ever. And he's like, oh, I disagree. I think Donkey Kong is the best game ever. And he's like, well, you suck. He's like, you suck. You suck. <laughs> I just love the rage he visits upon this show. Uh, I thought you were going to say that you felt connected to him when he got busted for drawing a comic in class. Oh. Uh, because you want to <laughs> share with everyone your story? Because I love this story. I would love to. Um, (laughs) remember earlier when I said that I got sent to the dean's office like every day it was for shit like this literally okay so don't come for me thinking that I'm a dick to teachers because that's not true teachers were dicks to me but this story is not gonna help everything (laughs) you're saying right now okay so I had a math (laughs) teacher and I'm not gonna say his name but his name also fit like the type of person that he is for some reason he was this tiny little man who was like picture like the biggest nerd you've like the the <laughs> this again really this mean. is sounding worse and worse Dude, picture <laughs> like this fucking loser nerd <laughs> fucking loser with no soul okay no but picture like uh, and i love nerds okay so don't again don't come for me but like imagine a really nerdy like short almost like character of what you picture when you think of nerd okay he had like giant glasses that were like the thick glasses he wore a bow tie and he's like a full suit to work every day he had a rat tail okay he had like mousy like blondish hair with yeah. a rat tail and he talked like that like he this literally talked like a robot yeah rat tails were long since out of style yeah way out of style but there's also someone with a giant, actually very similar rat tail that he had in this movie. Uh, yeah, that kid. the Cherishim kid. Little cute chubby little kid. Chubby cute. So, um, he just always, he just hated me, okay? Like, he just hated me. Most teachers did. I'm just going to be totally honest. Most teachers did not like me. Probably because I was the class clown, I will admit, but still. Anyway, so he didn't like me. Um, and so one day, we were taking a pop quiz, and he had his class like it was very cold nothing on the walls like he was very much like militant kind of and so I took my pop quiz and then you like flipped it over you know and like 
I, w- I was like one of the first people to get done, which you also, again, or not again, but like, just to like add on to what I'm about to say, isn't that like a shitty feeling when you finish before everyone? Cause you're like, you're like did I fuck up? Did I fuck up? Or am I just a fucking super genius? But anyway, so I flipped over my paper and I was just waiting on everyone and I was like, eh, whatever. I'll just like start sketching. Cause I always used to do that. And then I would just like erase the picture really quick before turning it in. No big deal. Anyway. So I, I sketched on this, the back of this paper, a cartoon of said teacher and me daydreaming about cutting off his rat tail. That's assault brother. (laughs) It was a drawing. It was me expressing my innermost wants and needs. I wasn't going to actually do it. I just thought about it. Um, And so, like, he was at his desk. Like, the last I saw of him, he was at his (laughs) desk, okay? So then I'm like, I just, like, I'm lightly drawing this. I'm, like, covering it with my hand. And, like, everyone is busy doing their own thing, not thinking about me. And then all of a sudden... I just picture you, like, a big, goofy grin on your face. And, like, you're, like, like, cupping your hand, looking hella suspicious. (laughs) And he's just like, this bitch is up to no good. Still to this day, (laughs) I feel like I was so incognito. But guaranteed, I was like... (laughs) Like, I probably looked straight evil. Anyways. Well, anytime... I don't know if you've been in front of a classroom lately but it is kind of hilarious like (laughs) when you're the one standing up and the students are all sitting down like you can see everything and it's like it doesn't feel like that when you're the student like you think you're like no it's so funny like that like it's so obvious yes and i was like wow well then i was probably making myself very obvious but everyone else was doing their quiz and i was fucking picasso over here and all like i see him at his desk and i'm like sketching my shit and then all of a sudden i hear Shay, and I was like, because he was right behind me, bitch, and I was like, huh? And so I looked up, and he like looked down at my paper, and he was so he was like, give me that, and I was like, but wait, let me just erase, and I was like trying to erase the literal giant scissors that I had. Hold on, and he snatched it, and he was like, you need to leave. You need. I had never seen him not be a robot. He was like. He looked like he was going to hit me. You threatened his manhood. I was like, I'm so You might as well draw a picture of you cutting his dick off, Shay. That basically, I think, honestly, that was like his version of that. I know. I was Lorena Bobbitt. I don't know who he was. <laughs> I don't know who, what the, Frankendick or whatever his name is now. <laughs> anyway, so, um, got sent to the dean and that was a real doozy explaining that one to the office who, they were, they always... They just knew what was up. When I would walk in, they'd be like, great. What did you do now, Shay? I'm like, hee hee. You're like, um, it was actually hilarious. But yeah, I I often sketch just because I was bored. And I was like, this sucks. I hate this. Yeah, again, you were expressing yourself. And then the thought police came down on you like a ton of bricks. Period. I'm sorry, Mr. I can't say your last name right now. But <laughs> I don't God damn it, I didn't cut it off. Okay, so you're welcome. Yeah, really, I mean, you did him a favor. I did you a favor by... Actually, I would have done you a favor by doing it, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Did not. Anyways, biggest regret mm. of my life. I thought that was going to be what you said you had in common. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, I, I did also get very much in trouble for doing shit like that all the time. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, and then uh, Billy eventually gets to... Isn't it the third grade... Yes. Where he meets hot Ms. Vaughn and he's Yo, like Veronica Vaughn. Hello. And he's in love with her immediately and she is like gorgina. Beyond. She's great. But she's so like, You're gorgeous. a fucking idiot and the faster you get out of my classroom the better, which I do love. I love that she was just like 
sorry for this inconvenience she mm-hmm. says to the class about him i was like yeah and what'd you say making fun of a little kid trying to read are you insane yeah she's like are you psycho yeah do you have no soul and he's like sorry i cannot hear you because i, I become deaf yeah <laughs> he's so stupid but what i noticed watching this time around which you know because obviously you and i are watching kind of under a microscope now mm-hmm. She falls for him really fast. It seems she like she does. hates him, and then all yeah. of a sudden she likes him. And that's before any of like the cute sh- shit that he does. It was really just because, yeah, where was the turning point? Because she's like very weirdly cool with him grabbing her titties on the bus. She's like, <laughs> not the first time. I'm like, excuse me? She's like, not the first time someone tried to grab my chest. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, what, dude? It's so weird. You're right. There's like no term. She just is like, I hate you. And then she's like, uh. No, she kicks him out of her out of her class, and then it's the next day. She's like, "Want to write on the board?" And she's being like really flirty. And yeah, I'm like, like what? "What?" Maybe because he's fucking fine. I mean, yeah, no, I would be like, like, oh, "Come after class." <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm in love with him, especially at this time. Mm-hmm. Like Big Daddy is probably uh, peak. Sandler and he's to me. literally called Big Daddy. I mean, I can like, we not? I know he knew what he was doing. <laughs> It reminds me of. Have we talked about uh, the Italian job thing yet? No, I don't we, think we have. We need to because the, the title Big Daddy reminds me of the Italian job. I love when you tell this story. Yeah, so Shay and I, obviously, we love movies. We just watch a lot of movies together. Yeah. And one day we were at her house on her family computer <laughs> and we wanted to watch. Do you remember what movie we were trying to find? Um, I think I don't think we were trying to find a specific one. I think we were just looking around oh, to try to find we, one that looked good. We were trying to find a specific movie, but she was like, okay, well, there's this website that you can go on. They have all these free movies. And so she pulls it up, and she's going through. She goes, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, there's always a lot of porn, though, like the Italian job. And I just started cracking up. I was like, Shay, that's like an award-winning movie. And she's like, no. I was like, sure, it is, Daisy. And she's like, no, it, it I'm like, oh, the Italian job is not a porno? And I'm like, the like, quote, no. Italian job? I'm like, you're telling me that this isn't about an Italian style and ramming oh, yeah. some crazy. Like when it. it came out, it was a big deal. It was very funny. <sighs> it's one of my favorite stories. It's a it's a little quip, but uh, the title Big Daddy reminded me of that because if mm-hmm. I wasn't a Sandler fan, I would have been like, oh yeah, Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, that's a fucking <laughs> movie that everyone has seen. Not anyway. that porns aren't real movies, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, and the eating paste portion. Yeah, really weird. It's really weird, but like I feel like that's a common story for a yeah. lot of people. I never wanted to do that. No, there must be like, you know how some people, they have weird mm. taste buds and mm-hmm. cilantro tastes like soap to them. Yeah. I wonder if there's some weird like urge that only some people... <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> some weird urge. She's feeling <laughs> it, y'all. Oh, no. <coughs> Anyways. Some people must have some weird urge to eat paste or where it tastes really good. Yeah, because, like, the smell doesn't, like, it's never enticed me. And I'm down to, like, eat pretty much whatevs. Mm. It does look like milk or ice cream, I guess. Maybe some people's brains get a little Yeah, it kind of looks like yogurt or, like, frosting. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't look like not food. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, uh... The smell would get me. Unless there's, like, a certain brand that, like, most people ate. I was gonna say, I don't think sp- glue smells bad it doesn't smell good it doesn't smell me. like edible like it, it maybe it's like the same thing as like okay have you guys did you guys ever have the like poly pockets that weren't not the original ones that were all really like all the pieces were really hard it's the ones that came out a little bit later in the like early 2000s and 
the pieces were a little bit more like soft plastic like almost like rubbery um because i think like there's a connection between the paste eating people and the people that would like chew on mm. the like different plastic clothes maybe like they wanted all, to put it in their mouths maybe it's all mouthfeel maybe the coating of the paste is mm. like satisfying listen if if any of you guys no shame by the way safe space yes, this is a safe space if you like eating paste please email us at yeah, blockbusterwives at gmail.com we want to hear what's going on yeah we want to hear like what it was for you if it tasted good if you only tried it once like we want to hear from y'all because it's it was interesting to me as i was watching and i was like this is not just one this isn't just like a funny you know one moment in this movie alone and that's it like i've heard from multiple people that yeah, like paste eating was a thing yeah mm-hmm. some people like to eat chalk Really? I've never heard of that. Remember when I was obsessed with that show Baggage with Jerry Springer? No. Oh, what? Baggage? Oh my god. I've never even I don't know if I've ever heard of it. Oh my god. I, got I mean, you probably did tell me. Into it. It's a great show. So, we just started watching the show cuz we got a free Roku stick because Fuck our yeah. um, Target delivery driver is like I accidentally bought this. I don't want to return it and I already have one. And we're like, "Please keep it." And he's like, "No, just take it." So we're like, "Okay." It's <laughs> free Roku stick and they have a Roku channel, which is I think either like Eastern European television or just TV from like 20 years ago because <laughs> all the shows are super old. One of the super old shows is the show Baggage with Jerry Springer, which I think ran from like 2005 to like 2015-ish. I'm okay. Not sure. But the, it's, a, it's a dating show. Oh. And the premise is that the three contestants who are vying to get a date with the main person, they have to reveal different baggage about themselves over the course of the show. So it's like embarrassing <laughs> secrets about themselves. And like, it will be things like, I eat chalk. Like I sniff gasoline. Yeah. Wow. You like know, weird, weird stuff. And then like, you know, they get eliminated based on it. Sometimes they try to explain it, but it is such an addicting show. Yeah. I love it. And what I've noticed about Jerry Springer in general, there's like this through line through all of his work where he really, I think, is about like radical non-judgment. Mm-hmm. Like he... Even when people say these crazy things, like, oh, you want to explain that? Okay. Like, he's so chill. He's never like, oh, no, this is crazy. Like, he's always just like, what's up? Especially, well, think of all the shit that he's heard throughout his career. Well, that's the thing. I was like, let me rewatch an episode of the Jerry Springer show to see if, like, that's how he's acting. And it Mm -hmm. is. He's, like, very accepting. His final thoughts at the end would actually be, like, very heartfelt. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, whatever. Love is love. Like, but then Brent pointed out that he also got busted for, like, hiring um, a trans sex worker. And, like, people tried to make it a huge deal. And it's, like, really shitty. But I think he, going through that probably, I think, helped him be more empathic and, like, understanding and being, like, let people live their lives. What a cutie. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm actually a huge Jerry Springer fan. Jerry but Springer stan. I can't believe I had never heard... Like, I'm shook I've never heard of this show because that shit is my... That type of shit is my Jay, shit. you would love it. We... Brent and I have probably seen every episode, sadly. So, like, we don't watch it anymore just because we've seen them all, but you would love it. I know I would. I feel it in my soul that I would fucking... I love shows like that. Like, oh, dating show. Like, even... um, What was that one... What was that show? Next. Remember Next? Yeah, this is like a much like more mature grown up Next. And that's what I'm saying. Even Next, which was shitty mm-hmm. and like people were really judgy. Mm-hmm. I still love that show. Oh so. my God, you'll love Baggage. It's really good. Ooh, okay. Well, I need to fucking watch Baggage, but That's baby. where I learned that people eat chalk. Got it. <laughs> I was like, how did we get here? I, I know, love right? it. Just but... to put a button on that. 
damn i didn't yeah i had no idea people ate chalk but the mm-hmm. more you know thank you for educating us You're jerry welcome. springer yeah and, and then Stacey. chris parley <laughs> takes the kids on the field trip and that's when miss <gasps> vaughn is like truly laying it on thick and i'm just like what? dude i know she's like <laughs> into him bro mm-hmm. she's very very into which i i mean again we understand but like uh-huh. chill he's your student and another Sandler Easter egg that I noticed is after he passes the third grade, he has that hair metal band. And they're like, Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a wonderful day. I was like, wedding singer vibes. It's all here. We need, we straight up need here. to we have We need the bulletin a, board with the red string. It's all here. We need to do that sometime. I'm so serious as like a side little thing because I feel like we would find Easter eggs all over his shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm on I'm on to him now. So when we do our Sandlerverse draft, oh yeah, we'll have to pay. Close oh yeah, we, which we have to do. Yeah, we're gonna do. A, I think we've talked about this before, but we are gonna do like a Sandler bracket. Mm-hmm. We would love your participation. Yeah, we we need it because yeah, otherwise it won't go down. So mm-hmm. All I right. need it. Well, you guys will hear more about that when we when we discuss. We'll put it online for you guys to take a look at. But then, yeah, after third grade, you know, Billy's been on top. He's been the class clown. He's doing great. But then he gets <laughs> to high school and he starts, like, getting bullied. And he's not the cool guy anymore. Everyone thinks he's weird. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, no. It's a lot harder to impress teenagers than it is, like, literal children. And he's like, I used to rule this school. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, you're in nerd denial or loser <laughs> denial. Yeah, right. That shit was so funny. But then this whole experience prompts him to remember when he was a bully mm-hmm. to Steve Buscemi. Ooh, Which is one of the also best scenes. So fine. He's fine in this movie. You think? I, I, do, mean, I really think he's attractive. I don't think he's ugly. But I mean, Adam Sandler is so fine. I think they're both so hot in different ways. It's like comparing like a sunset to a rose, you know? It's wow. Like, <laughs> that <laughs> came out Who's quick. The rose? I'm so serious. The There's just different types of beauty. And like, mm-hmm. I can't compare the beauty of Adam Sandler. She's just looking at Buscemi like, ooh, I can pay you to a kiss from a rose <laughs> on the grave. Ooh. Yes, Seal is in the back <laughs> yeah. of my mind playing every time I see Steve and Buscemi. Like, wow. Yeah. Who is a firefighter, by the way. That's true. He saved people on 9-11. Yeah, so name something hotter than that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, Buscemi is super fucking sexy. And especially in this movie... For many reasons, but the main one, like his fit game at the like when he answers mm-hmm. the phone, I'm like Ugh. he's like in a little polo, right? He's wearing like it's very fifties, sixties, mm-hmm. like very sandlot, like yeah, like uh, his stepdad would wear this, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, super sexy, love both of them. But yeah, so Adam Sandler calls him and he's like, "Hey, like I'm realizing I was kind of a dick to you, and I just want to say I'm sorry." If you ever want to get coffee, that's great. And Steve Buscemi's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, whatever. And then he hangs the phone. <laughs> and then he immediately turns to a page that's labeled people I want to kill and, like, crosses Billy Madison's <laughs> name off. And then he puts on red lipstick and chills. And, and it just is like, leans so back. great. And I'm like, this is a good lesson on bullying. It is. It is. I think it really did stick with me as a kid. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, even as a well, kid, I got, like, if you're mean to people, they might want to kill you. And you know what? That's real. That's fucking real. Mm-hmm. There are repercussions to our actions, even as youths where, like, you know, we're pressured to, like, judge other people for how they look and blah, 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 and, like, whatever. It's understandable why kids are the way they are. But also, like, you need to know. Sometimes you'll get your shit rocked mm-hmm. if you fuck with people, you know? Exactly. So maybe, like, don't. Yeah, exactly. Maybe don't do that. Just, like, don't. It's not, like, that cute or mm-hmm. chill. 
And then Steve Buscemi ends up being a very important character later. He sure is. Mm-hmm. What one scene that I find weird, like kind of shortly after this, is like he gets bullied by the like the O'Doyle rules O'Doyle guys. Rules. Uh-huh. And the oldest O'Doyle kid, he's just like, I just have a feeling that you guys are gonna go down. He like put an omen on them. Yeah, like some carry shit. Yeah, like because it's it's maybe like twenty minutes later or like a half mm-hmm. an hour later. Yeah, that the whole family literally well, goes down. Literally drive off a fucking cliff. I don't know if that's... This is saying there's like a lot of lessons throughout this movie. Like, if you're mean to people, you will die. That's true. You know, that's like a big <laughs> takeaway is like, watch how... Watch uh, your fucking attitude. Watch how you fucking treat people. Yeah, watch, watch who you're messing with because... And also Eric. Eric mm-hmm. treats people like shit and he mm-hmm. gets his shit rocked. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he's like the main villain of the whole movie. Yeah, and his most villainous turn is he blackmails mm. the principal of the school, Principal Anderson, yep. who has uh, Stavi baby vibes. He does. And you know what's funny? I was thinking about the other friend, like not uh-huh. Norm, but the other guy. Yeah, similar. When I was thinking about like the, if they ever remade this movie, Pete Davidson would be the Adam Sandler character. Uh-huh. I don't know who would be Norm, but like I was thinking Stavi mm-hmm. baby could be the other oh, guy. Oh my God. Which great. I think would be so good. Mm, but I was like, they look similar. I wonder if like, like <laughs> two of my other daddies for yeah, real. If you don't know about Stavi baby, he's a Canadian. He's great. You guys need to Shays check out Stavi baby. He's hilarious. Definitely my steez sexually. Um, <laughs> of course. I shoot, I shot my shot the other day. Oh my God. Did he read it? Uh, not through the DMs. It was a comment oh. on one of his pics. So still waiting. Stay um, tuned. Stavi, if you're listening, just I'll go favorite it so it's like re-notified. What'd you say? I'll go favorite it so he gets another notification. Please do. Um, <laughs> I am ready. I'm waiting. Uh, no. no, but genuinely, I think this movie could be remade again uh-huh. and make it a little bit more current. And yes, because it's like a yeah, it's an endearing concept. I love and like you said, it's already been mm-hmm. redone and. Am I a huge fan of remakes all the time and having that be the only idea? No, but I feel like we're going through a renaissance right now where a lot of new ideas are coming about. Some remakes are cool. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a good one. And every 20 years, yeah. It's, it's almost been like 30 years at this point. Like, let's do it. You're right. So anyway, that's that's what I'm offering. Stacey and I will write it. Yeah. So just hit us up, Sandler. Sandler, hit us up because we know what the fuck we're doing. We've written one already. Okay. So let's just uh, keep it together. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we'll have our people call your people. Anyway, so he exploits the principal and he's like, uh, basically, if you don't say that you helped Billy Madison cheat his way through, I'll tell everybody that you're a wrestler who killed somebody. Literally murdered somebody. (laughs) straight up and he's like it was supposed to be a stunt he didn't do it on purpose y'all yeah it was an accident yeah like professional wrestling mm-hmm. that must be so fucking hard dude mm-hmm. physically and just like otherwise we've seen nacho libre it's tough yeah yeah so anyway he does it he mm-hmm. says that he helped billy madison cheat and then billy's life goes off the rails mm-hmm. and he's back to his old bullshit getting drunk lighting shit on fire and goes- that's what leads to the musical number Right. Which, by the way, when Vaughn is standing over him, I'm like Lana Del Rey. Like, oh in her, God, like, white so shirt right. and the hair and everything. I was like, oh, my gosh. She looks just like the Born to Die cover. I know exactly what exact shot you're talking about because you're so mm-hmm. right. I didn't think about it before, but it's so true. Like, blue jeans. Um, white shirt. <laughs> like, this is throwing around in the pool slowly. It's like James Dean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I can keep going. Um... She beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, I was like, this bitch is strong. She curb stomps his ass. He's a solid ass. man, and she's whipping him around like he ain't shit. I'm like, damn. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, he's like hungover and like in a pool. But that's harder because it's dead weight. Hmm. Can you imagine throwing around like a fully grown man who's like limp? Like it'd yeah. be hard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like done it last night. Like, been there. Done. No, I'm just kidding. In a fountain. No, yeah. but yeah, no, you're right. That would be, that would be really hard. Yeah, she's dummy strong. She's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. She looks like like a Greek fucking girl. Like she could fuck somebody up. She did, and she did. <laughs> she like rocked his shit so hard that he's like, "You're right." And then he went into a musical number. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fucking amazing. Um, yeah. So like during this scene, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, she basically is like talking sense into him. She's just mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't just give up. This is what you want. You want this company? Fucking go for it, bitch. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself, because I believe in you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" And he's just like, "You're right. I mm-hmm. need to do this. I'm going to figure this out and get my company back." Hee hee. Yes, Veronica, I must thank you <laughs> for beating the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing lederhosen for some mm-hmm. reason. It's incredible. Yeah, it's funny because he's still wet. Like, he just got dunked in the pool. But then she's completely dry in it later. <laughs> she's like, hee But you know, it's a musical number. Why not? And then the clown from earlier makes a resurgence, which I love. Yeah, because he literally, like, died, right? But you thought that I was dead. Oh, yeah, he yeah. wasn't actually. Okay. <laughs> I was like, was he? I don't know. They <laughs> just kind of skipped They just <laughs> shoot him up. Oh, my God. And then it ends. <laughs> Tupac style? Oh, my God. Uh, in fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. No, but the musical number is great. If you... Don't even want to watch this movie. Just watch that part. And you'll mm-hmm. kind of like get the gist of why it's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids singing in the back, like their little yes. choir mm-hmm. thingy. It's, oh, they're just precious. I love them. Mm-hmm. So then Billy's like, this principal fucking lied. He admitted it. Like, let's get this deal back on. And Eric's like, it's a contract. I didn't. Which is bullshit. Again, as someone in the legal community, you can't like go out of your way to fuck up a contract and then like claim the benefit of the contract. It's called the duty of, of good faith and fair dealing. Okay? Yeah, you guys. What the Which, fuck? side note, Trump claimed that to, he, in a deposition, he said that he didn't know that that was a thing. What? Yeah, lawyer was like, don't you know that you have a duty to deal in good faith when you sign contracts? And he's like, no, I've never heard that. What a fucking And the lawyer's like, wait, so you think you could like sabotage a contract you entered into and that's fine? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, well, you can't. So. He is just so blatantly <laughs> a fucking moron loser. Yeah, so Erica's wrong on the law. Yeah. Which, no surprise. But Billy's like, oh, it's fine. We'll just do an ad- academic decathlon, which I just love how he comes up with these ideas like it's nothing. He's I know. Like, Billy's just like, Today, boom. academic decathlon, 10 subjects. Like, and then on everyone's Friday. like, Friday. Consider it done. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Great and event so for some reason, they like train and there's like kind of like a rocky scene where he's just doing a bunch of shit to kind of prepare for this decathlon situation and it actually looks really fun it does it does look fun i would compete i i would too i would suck so bad but i certain parts i'd be good at like i like that like they my showed what they wife? Really bad at hmm? like my cheating whore wife Oh, yeah. The guys, like, half the subjects are like, my wife, the cheating whore. So I think that guy, the announcer, I'm pretty sure that's Tim Hurley. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. He's featured in almost all of the movies, too. show off? Yeah. Like, in Big Daddy, he's the kangaroo. He's the one that sings the kangaroo song. So he does, he's in, like, every one of those movies as well. Pulling a real Sandler putting all of his homies mm-hmm. in, the, in the mix mm. i saw also on the imdb trivia page they wouldn't let sandler bring in oh god who was it 
another one of his friends because like you have too many friends this isn't just a movie for you and your friends to work on but brian has told me that in interviews he's talked about how he specifically writes and plans movies so that him and his friends can go on cool vacations which is like uh, basically the main motivation behind the movie grown-ups which i do love so much i love grown is that past our time i think it is mm, I, think- I don't know let me look it up i feel like it's just passed i want to say it's like 2012 or 2011 or something but maybe i'm wrong oh my god it's 2010 we can do <gasps> we it we can still do it okay sweet uh, yes. nice i love grown-ups too david spade mm-hmm. yeah so adam sanders basically i want all my friends to go and be able to take a vacation together so i'm writing this movie why is that us that. though i know it's so smart i would i've i've written movies i've written parts in in like well not movies but like in the movie that we've written, I wrote parts in because I was thinking of the hot people that I know in my life that I want to like make out with or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, Sandler's hella on that model. He sure is. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like hot people that. Well, maybe because he's mm-hmm. he helps write all of his movies and he uh-huh. helps cast all his movies. So okay. And now his wife and kids are like in all of his movies too. His wife is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's in Big Daddy. I think that's how they met. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so I'm great. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Uh, very, very that. cute. But yeah, so then uh, they do the decathlon and um, so they do like a bunch of different things. Like uh, they do like Shakespeare. They do, they like have to bake a pie. They have to do like algebra or like trigger or something. Um, and then they do all these like little tasks, at, which leads them to kind of like a Jeopardy style situation. Mm-hmm. And uh Adam Sandler or Billy Madison is one point ahead of Eric. So like this Even is like, though he botched the uh the civics question, right? There's like some question about civics and and Adam Sandler tries to throw it back to the puppy story. Yes. And it's like supposed to be this great inspirational thing. And then this holiday who be what's he guy at the end he's like he's like that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. And we are all stupider for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. It's Best so fucking burn funny. I've ever heard of. I life. also say often, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul, because it's such a good line. It is so fire and so dramatic, and also can work in kind of any situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but, brilliant. Yeah, but even after that, Adam Sandler's still one point ahead. Yeah, he well he yeah so he was one point ahead before this question that he like mm-hmm. totally bullshitted, which <laughs> also was like me during any presentation I ever had to do. <laughs> Um, and so he was still one point ahead. So like Eric could have had the one up and Mm -hmm. if he got his question right, he would have been, I think in the lead, like I think he would have won. So then, um, he, then Adam Cho or not Adam. No, we're on first name basis. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So Adam, uh, my uh, good friend, Adam, what did he choose again? He chose business business ethics. And of course, Eric wasn't going to be great at that because he is not ethically sound and he's Mm -hmm. an asshole. Mm -hmm. So he started answering the question in like a bullshit way and was like, well, what the thing with ethics? And then he's like, "Uh," and then he pulls out a fucking gun from his pants, which I think in the 90s was supposed to be like a funny over exaggeration. Mm -hmm. But in the post Columbine slash Sandy Hook slash insert mass shooting here world, it's like, no, that could actually happen. Yeah, that's actually not funny because. So it's not. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, when he pulled it out, I was just like, ugh. Like, like, oh my God. And I remembered it not being so. Like, it was because it was ridiculous. Right. It was ridiculous at the time. Yeah. Like, like, of course he's so unhinged, but now it's like, "Mm." and I was like, that really happens like every day. Yeah, we got to have security everywhere now. Yeah, no. Um, But yeah, so he pulls out a gun and he's like, pointing to 
Billy and then he points to Miss Vaughn and then he's like pointing all around and then it's the principal right at first who Mm -hmm. like attacks him in Mm -hmm. his wrestling costume which is fucking lit um and then Steve Buscemi comes in Mm-hmm. And he fucking guns a blazing. Yeah, guns a blazing, like a basically like an AK, yeah. Yeah. And fucking shoots Eric, bruh. In the ass. In the asshole. Mm-hmm. And so he ruins his evening. You know what I'm <laughs> um, that's gonna hurt in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then uh he basically wins, so he gets awarded the company. But then he immediately is like, no, nah, I'm going to be a teacher. He's like, you know, after all this, I think uh, I learned that kids fucking love me and I love kids and like, what up? I feel like I would do good in this situation. And so he gives the company to Carl, who's the man. And uh, yeah, he decides to be a teacher and that's how the movie ends. It's very, very cute. It is very cute. I love all the kids in this movie too. They They're so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. They're really good actors. They really are. It must have been hard to like run that set. On it? Oh, God. Yeah. Any set with a lot of kids is like, uh-oh. Yeah, like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Annoying. Mm-hmm. All right, you got some questions for me Yeah, here? that's the film, babe. So here's the questions. We've gone over a lot of these, so you're probably going to nail them. I have eight. Number one. Uh-oh. What animal does Adam Sandler routinely hallucinate? A penguin for some reason, and mm-hmm. usually they're holding a beverage. Do you know that I was dressed up as a penguin against my will in third grade at an assembly in front of the whole school. Why? No, it might have been second grade. So I was just innocently minding my own business at the assembly. And it was like, I think it might have been people like from SeaWorld because I think Mm. they were conducting a propaganda operation where they were like, let us come talk to your students about marine life slash get them to ask their parents to take them to the world. That was the ultimate That's goal. That's insane. But okay. uh, they were just like doing a presentation and they were like, okay, we have a special surprise. Like who wants to volunteer? And like everybody put their hands up and I was like, ha, like I put my hands up too because yeah. I never get picked for shit. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And the lady pointed right at me and she's like, like you. And I was like, <sighs> I like nearly shit in my pants. I was like, oh no, I didn't actually yeah. want to do this. So I was like, God, I was like, all right. So I get up by myself in front of the entire school, dude. And they put me like on this little soapbox. And then they dressed me as like a penguin in a penguin mascot costume. That is fucking humiliating. I mean, like, dope, but like for you, I'm sure you were like, oh my god, this horrifying. Well, yeah, especially in second grade. That's like humiliating. There's no point. There's no point. No, there. I mean, there isn't. It's what does that do for anyone? So whenever I see penguins, I think of that. Wow, I'm so sorry. Anyway, and may God have mercy on your soul ever. Well, we're never going to see world of saying that much right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, correct. (laughs) And that is correct. (laughs) Which is a line from the same And that is correct. (laughs) I fucking love that part. Oh my God. They had to put that part Mm. in, of course. All right. (sighs) Number two. How does Billy spell rock at the spelling bee at his elementary school before? R-O-K. Because the C is silent. He goes, yeah, what's your point? Yeah, what's your point? R-O-C-K. Oh, the C is silent. (laughs) Amazing. Three. What baseball word does Billy mess up writing in cursive? It's a name, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, It's like Rizowski or some shit like that. Very close. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Got it. Okay. I knew there were two Zs somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Number four. If peeing your pants is cool, what does that make the old tour lady? Miles Davis. (laughs) Nailed it. Number five, who rules? Oh, Doyle rules. Yes. Number six, 
What was Principal Anderson's uh, wrestling stage name? Fuck. Um, it's the, like, something, is it, like, the Despicable Blob or, like, the... So close. The, the, it's, like, the, it's not disgusting, but it's, is it a D word? No, it's the Revolting Revolting Blob. Very close. Okay. Same concept. Got it. Okay. I love that I just said D word. Okay, anyway, keep going. (laughs) Number seven. Who ultimately stops Eric from shooting Billy? Well, Steve Buscemi. Yes. Okay, yeah. And then the last question is, what is Billy's plan after giving the company to Carl? Being a teacher and fucking the shit out of Miss Bond, baby. Nailed it. Couldn't have Beautiful. said it better myself. Like, bonus answer, fucking the shit out of Miss Bond. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. That was great. Oh, wait. Did you pull up a quiz? I, I did didn't... not. I'm going to do that Me right neither. now. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I, we hope you enjoyed our first installment of back to school month yeah guys this is a good i can already feel this is a great episode we we covered a lot of topics and uh we're excited for the rest of the movies for this month because it's some of our personal favorites Mm -hmm. so just saying all right hold please okay so there's um there's a few different options okay there is one of how well do you know Billy Madison? Can we Ooh. do this together? We could do that together. And see if yeah. we get it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this from BuzzFeed? Oh, All right. hell yeah. You know it's good. Mm, this is going to be a rare joint quiz. Loves it. Okay. All right. Complete the lyric Suntan lotion is good for me. You protect me from the sea when I ski. Tee hee hee and mommy. I think it's tee hee hee. I think it is too. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. We are correct. Tee hee hee. Okay. Next question. On Nudie Magazine Day, what is the name of the magazine Billy likes the best? I know this one. Girls or something? Drunk Chicks. Drunk Chicks. That's what it is. I think we need to see the other options. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When Billy hallucinates, what animal does he see? Hey, they took this quiz from me. I know. He, like, stole all your questions. That's disgusting. He sees a penguin. What kind of company does Billy's father own and run? Easy. Hotels. Hotels. I wonder if it was based off of Trump or Hilton. Hilton. Well, his dad. Well, it probably was Trump. Yeah. That it was, yeah. Because this was before, you know, Paris Hilton became famous. Yeah, true that. Billy gets upset that Juanita doesn't include what in his lunchbox? A snack pack. Snack pack. Sorry, I'm like answering all these. No, this is great. What grade does Billy start in? First. Mm-hmm. Skips right over kindergarten. Mm-hmm. The pinata at Billy's graduation party dispenses candy and what? Rolexes. Rolexes. <laughs> What's good? What word must Billy pick correctly, or what word must Billy spell correctly to pass second grade? Couch. Oh, couch, right. Yeah. Like, are you like, going to the mall? <laughs> what grade does Miss Vaughn teach? Third heat. Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a wonderful day. <laughs> what letter does Billy have a hard time writing in cursive? Z. Z. God, we're killing us. Mm-hmm. And what gift does Miss Vaughn give Billy? A bunch of snack packs. Because she's a bad bitch. She knows what a snack pack is. What is the principal secret past? Easy. He's a wrestler who killed somebody. Being horny for Adam Sandler on the side. What topic does Billy pick for Eric in the academic decathlon? Business ethics. Yep. And what ends up happening to Billy after his graduation? He says not nah, running that mm-hmm. stupid fucking company. And he wants to be a teach, bro. God, we got 14 out of 14. We're killing it in these streets. We would get that company. We would. It's like, clearly we deserve it because we answer 14 questions, right? With you answering all those questions or, like, memorizing anything about the law, me baking pies, we'd fucking kill that shit. Mm -hmm. 
But on, in your soul, what Adam Sandler character do you think you are? Hmm. I feel like I'm very similar to Billy Madison as well, with a little bit of the wedding singer and big daddy energy. I'd say I'm like a combo platter. Mm, what about yeah. you? I mean, yeah, I feel like big daddy, maybe some uh, some grown-ups vibes because I just want all my friends to hang oh, out. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that for some reason. <laughs> Well, because that's like really similar to how he is. It seems like it seems like mm-hmm. he just like wrote his own. He's like, uh-huh. oh, what up? exactly. But, but yeah, I'm I'm with that too, mm-hmm. and I can see that for you absolutely. When we do Sandler Month, we'll have to do more uh, Adam Sandler quizzes. That's a great. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait. We'll have to literally dress just like Adam Sandler, which is exactly how I'm dressed right yeah, now. Perfect. Wearing little shorts and a band T-shirt. As Fuck per yeah, baby. Usual. He'd be so proud. Mm-hmm. Well. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode so much. We can't wait for the other back to school episodes. We can't wait for that. We can't wait to hear back from you about the paste stuff. And Shrekfest. Shrekfest. I mean, like, again, if you guys could just go on our Instagram, you could visit us at Blockbuster Wives. Um, and you could also email us if you have any questions at all. Uh, if you go to GoFundMe and just search Blockbuster Wives, ours pops right up. Yep. Or if you're already on Instagram, you could just go to our Instagram and click on our link tree. It's right there. Um, feel free to share it. Share our promo video. Donate if you have, you know, the mm-hmm. funds with a Z because it's the cooler. The wherewithal. And just like, you know, be with us on this journey because we wouldn't be doing any of this without you. It's so we be thank you. Amazing. And we'll leave you today with our uh, special Shrek rendition. Oh, yes. Please enjoy. And also, I need to shout out my brother, Grady. Yes. He made the background track. So, shouts out to you, Grady. And if you guys. He also made our theme song. And our theme song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. So, he's kind of like our go to beat maker, Mm -hmm. shot caller. Um, So, shout out to Grady Mayo. You guys can add him at, I think it's just Grady Mayo on Insta. Um, He makes beats. He is a drummer. He's just overall dope. And he's related to me. So check him out. Anyway, shouts out to you, Grady. Shouts out to you, Stacy. Me? Yep. Oh, for my video editing skills? For your video editing skills, for you just being my wife and my best friend. Yeah, I took two years of broadcast journalism in high school and taught me everything I know. And I can attest to that. Actually, no, we were (laughs) editing videos before broadcast. Before. How did I learn how to do this? I honestly don't know. Just being really smart. Well, I acquired video editing skills at a young age. So. <laughs> she really did. Again, I can attest. We have all the videos from when we were like 14 so mm-hmm. and younger than that. Okay, but we thank you so much. We love you. Shout out to you, Stacey, again. We love you. I love you. Your wizard, Stacey. Love you, Shay. I love you, fans. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys next time. Enjoy this funky tune. Bye. Bye. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kinda dumb with her finger and her thumb In the shape of an L on her forehead Well, the years stop coming and they don't stop coming Back to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain is smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go
shine if you don't glow hey now you're an all-star get your game on go play hey now you're a rock star get the show on get paid all that glitter is gold only shooting stars break the mold